James, uh, did you catch that movie last night with Clarence Thomas, Justice Clarence Thomas? Yes. Uh, what did you think? It was great. It's called Created Equal Clarence Thomas in His Own Words. Not Very nice. Yeah. Did you, yeah. did you learn anything from it or realize something that you had not already realized? Well, I didn't know really much about his history. I didn't know that he had been a radical leftist, like yeah, hanging yeah. out with Marxists. Yeah. And I didn't know that he had already had a son and had like a previous marriage before yeah. Ginny Thomas. Right. And I saw that guy, the, the son, I think in the hearing with him when he was confronting right. those Democrats about Anita Hill and all that mess yeah. that they were trying to pull. And I don't know, it was fun. It was really, it was nice to hear about him talking about his grandfather. And I didn't know he had a brother, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it that. Was cool. Yeah. And I was, I don't know, I was just thinking about his life and how he thinks and lives. And the fact that he's like the only, he's the only Supreme Court justice that I respect. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like Trump's appointees, I guess. They're not extreme left liberals that much. But Thomas is the best. And it's funny that um, New York Times put out this piece about Thomas is the new symbol of the Trump era. And supposedly he's Trump's favorite. I bet. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's nice that... Because Thomas is really, he's like the only solid justice on yeah, the court. Yeah. The rest of them are just me mess. Yeah. <laughs> I caught the movie last night, too. Um, Clarence Thomas, what's it about? What's it called again? Um, it's called Created Equal, Clarence Thomas in His mm -hmm. Own Words. It was an amazing movie. I mean, documentary. Yeah. And it's about Clarence Thomas' whole life, and it was showing how he grew up and where he grew up and how he thought about things. You, they showed his father and mother and his first wife. I and, don't know if they caught a—did they get a picture of his father? Uh-huh. Oh. They showed—a lot of time they showed the father. They showed the grandfather. I mean the grandfather, not the father. Yeah. You're right. The grandfather. Not the father, but the grandfather. And he was giving details of his life. And it was mind-blowing. I realized, I, you know, I've had the honor of meeting him several times, sitting in his office talking with him. Matter of fact, he sent me a congratulation picture. He and I took a picture together. They can't see it. Oh. You have to go grab it. All right. <laughs> I'm grabbing it. <laughs> so this is the picture he and I took together. And... uh Amazing, absolutely amazing picture. And he signed it when we had our anniversaries. One of the Bond anniversaries? One of the Bond anniversaries. I don't know which one year, but he signed a picture and sent it to me. It was amazing. I was surprised. And he, he first saw me on... I was on Fox News a lot, so he first saw me doing interviews on there. Yeah. And a friend of mine who used to work for him said that, Clarence Thomas said, now that's a free man right there. <laughs> he was, uh, before he met me in person, he would see me on TV, and he said I was a free man. And he's absolutely right about that. Um, I've noticed that blacks who overcome being Democrats, 
they become the best Republicans, best conservatives. They are strong. They stand up for the country. They stand up for what is right. I'm pretty sure anyone who will become being a uh, Democrat will be good conservatives. He uh, Last night movie was eye-opening in many, many ways. One of the things that I realized about him, I already knew it from talking to him in his office several times. And I've been interviewed by his wife on her TV show. Yeah, I remember it. Is that this man know how to endure pain, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and not to hate. He went through hell <laughs> during that confirmation here with that line, Anita Hill and the Democrats who tried to uh, uh, prevent him from being conform- uh, confirmed. Yeah, with phony Kennedy and yeah. <laughs> and a phony Biden and all them. I have, I have amazing appreciation and respect for men and women who who know how to go through life, go through the pain, don't get high, don't get drunk, don't uh, smoke pot, don't become angry at what you have to endure. I, I love that kind of stuff because that's what you're supposed to do. Don't go take antidepressant medication because you're feeling conflict within, but to endure. Don't blame it on anyone. Endure. And... Clarence Thomas, as this president is doing, display endurance like I've never seen before. If you haven't seen Clarence Thomas in his own words, you owe it to yourself to see it. That's how you deal with life. You're weak and pathetic when you give in to that stuff. The war is happening within you, right? And it's a conflict it's a, between darkness and the light. It has nothing to do with no one else. So when other people come at you, they are really, without even realizing it, really trying to bring you to the best that you can be. And that's to return to Christ and become a son or daughter. And Clarence Thomas displayed that last night. I mean, during that hearing, I was reminded about it. But when I saw the details of it, I'm like, now that's a man. <laughs> he said that at one point, blackness and racism complaining about race, seeing everything as racism yes. was his religion. Yeah. Because he was raised like in a Catholic school, right? Yeah. And then um, he went off and joined all these radicals at his other college, Holy Cross or something like that. Yeah. A bunch of radical blacks, Marxists. And he came back and his grandfather told him, you become an educated fool. <laughs> <laughs> and so he would argue and fight with his grandfather. Yeah. And then he later regretted that. And then his brother who was like a veteran or something, said that all you guys need to go out, leave the country. (laughs) His brother told him that. Oh, man. Ain't nothing like being raised a country life because his grandfather set the example for him. Yeah. And when he went and he became educated, he lost his way for a while there. Um, It was powerful. It was just powerful. And not just because I know him, but because I understood the realness of it, you know, and what he had to overcome and how he endured. He didn't run out like these weak guys do now and get high and lay up on the mama. <laughs> his, his grandmother was a sweet lady, he said. Yeah. And she told his grandmother, his grandfather, 
why don't you give those boys a little compliment now and then? And the <laughs> grandfather said, no, this is their job. That's right. <laughs> you have to do it right. That's right. I love that. Remind me of my grandfather. Um, <laughs> it was an amazing, you got to see Joe, you saw a portion of it, you say. Yeah, I've seen a little bit. And yeah, what did you think about a little bit you saw? Um, that's It was interesting because um, the only reason why he went off to, well, he, he got that one uh, college exception, so he went to that college, Holy Cross. But it was interesting because the only reason why he joined that, uh, that, that radical black group was because he was upset at, you know, what he was facing during his life. He had got kicked out. Yeah. He had realized the stuff about the priest place. So it just goes to show that, you know, it's anger that gets you there. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, people just decide to wake up one day, oh, I'm going to go be radical. <laughs> That's just, right. It just, it's That's the right. anger that got him there. And then when he went home to visit his grandpa, when his grandpa said the educated thing, <laughs> he was drunk. You know, he was <laughs> yeah. he was drinking. His hair was a fro. You know, he was just angry. So it just was eye-opening to see that, you know, just more proof that it's the anger. It's that the anger. There. Yeah. He got a job. And it sounded like his first introduction to Republicans was he got a job working for a Republican or something. Yeah, a, Republic, a lawyer who was a Republican. Yeah. So he was just doing a whole bunch of law stuff. Yeah. And then he went over to this Monsanto and worked for them. And that was too cushy and too easy for him. Yeah. And then he saw all these talented blacks that weren't moving up or something like that. Yeah. But then he thought he was going to, he thought he was just going to be spoiled and just stuck in that boring life. So he went back somewhere else. And then he got, um, he discovered while at that case, one of those law jobs, that black on black crime was the way dominant thing. Yeah. And that he was thinking, oh, I don't know how I'm gonna, <laughs> how I'm gonna be a, do the law because his belief was in every black was a political prisoner in his mind. <laughs> and then he saw the facts of this black guy that raped a black woman uh, multiple times, and he's like. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the and the numbers. Most black people don't know that blacks are killing, robbing, or raping, and committing more crime than than the white race or any other race, really. Yeah, it's amazing. And so he was, yeah, he was, he was stunned to discover that he yeah. didn't know. So, so that's not political prisoners, right? To punish, <laughs> to punish blacks for black on black crime. I know. But that's what blacks think today. But it was an amazing interview, and I want to. And the reason I'm bringing it up because I talked to a lot of people, and a lot of you are just learning how to endure the pain, the conflict, the fear, because you get into your head and you feel a certain way, and a lot of people can't handle that. They don't know that they're supposed to handle it. They don't know that they're supposed to let it be and just continue to do. And so what they do is go get high. They try to run away from that pain, but you got to run toward it and endure it. And then you'll be free. You'll know God. You'll be free. You'll become yourself. But the wisdom will overflow. And there's great power in it. So you got to endure the pain. Stop getting high and living in your head and on dope and all that crap. And don't let these people, so-called experts, tell you that you need antidepressant and all that. You have to have a made-up mind that you want what's right to endure that pain. But I'm telling you, you, you got to endure it. Christ had to endure it. 
Who are we that we should not have to endure it? But right behind the pain become the joy and become peace for you, all right? So endure the pain, the conflict, the fear. It's all because you're in your head. You believe it and you feel it. You can't have the feeling without the thoughts, all right? So watch that movie. What's the name? Uh, Claire, uh, it's called Created Equal, Clarence Thomas in his own words. It was amazing. I was captivated the whole time. You said that I think that the blacks could get raised Anybody who's raised with like a tough upbringing like that, yeah. no excuses upbringing, yeah. and then they may wander in their yeah. young young times and then come back, but that tough upbringing sticks with them, I think. It does. I, I When I moved to California, I was out in La La Land for a minute. Tough is in right, I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Be right and do right. Uh, and I was out there, a Democrat, I believe a Democrat, uh, black Democrats when I moved out here. And I was out in La La Land for a while, but because I was brought up in the right way, I came back to the truth. I just came back to it. And that is what happened. This is why you need fathers in the homes, because the fathers would be tougher than the mothers. Yeah. The mother, because she is an emotional creature, she would give in. And she would, oh, my baby. <laughs> I love it when he, he told this story about... Um, he was at that, he was studying to become a priest, right? Yeah. And then MLK got shot. And, you know, there were haters of MLK in the place, and they're like, oh, I hope the SOB dies. <laughs> yeah. And so he's uh, he got mad, and he was so disappointed in the church for not standing up against so-called racism. And so he quit, and he told his grandfather that he quit. And the grandfather said, well, you've made a man's decision. Now you have to live like a man, so get on out of here. <laughs> so he kicked him out of his house that same day. Yeah, they put him out when he quit the school. Uh, if you're going to make a man's decision, you have to live like a man now. When he said when, he said today. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you're not supposed to be living with mama, man. You're not going to grow up that way. You're going to become drunk addicts. Really, you're going to live in your head and think got you, and you think God talking to you. I'm telling you. Amazing interview, uh, I mean, uh, documentary. Check it out if you haven't already. And uh, I think you'll love it. It was, it was just life. It was about life and how to deal with life. Amazing. And it was also like truth versus lies. Yeah. You know how like communism, socialism, those are built on lies? That's what Anita Hill is all about yeah. to this day. And what a hag. The accuser, <laughs> his accuser. <laughs> and you can just see that he's just about the truth. Yeah. It's cool. And it's interesting when you're about the truth, it looks like you endure more than the people who are not about the truth. Yeah. And, and it is that way because people who are about the truth, of the truth, and want to be right and do right, they endure the pain. They endure the thoughts. They endure uh, what they have to go through. Whereas people who are not of the truth and about the truth, they, take, they run away from that by, by taking medication you know, antidepressant, getting high, they end up in a mental institution or in prison or jail because they're running from the very thing that would save them if they yeah. run toward it. And then he said that he would rather die than withdraw yeah. or be chased off by their intimidation and accusations and mess. Amazing. Amazing story. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. 